Welcome back to the Very Nice Podcast. I'm Yoni here in Denver. And I'm with him, and I'm Manny. I'm with you. Like, we're together. In no, yeah, I got space. you. I think the audience, for those who it's maybe their first episode listening, they might think your name is I'm with, with him. you. I'm with him. With him. Be, actually, I would name my kid with him. With him. I feel like, yeah, combined, that's like a word. It's almost like, or like Will, Will, Willem. Willem. That's There's a, definitely a Sugma potential there. William Munch. Can I feel your touch, please? Like William. William Munch. William Munch on these nuts. <laughs> that actually kind of works. Nice. Guys, this is how we concoct. Or concoct. No one take that idea, okay? Yeah. This is how Manny comes. This is how he brainstorms before every podcast. This time we just did it before the podcast. True. True. Not before every podcast. I'm not weird, guys. Come on. No, it's 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 in-depth preparation <laughs> for each episode. <laughs> Yoni, how's your Thanksgiving break been going? Anyway, it's been great, man. We went skiing the Tuesday after last episode uh, that we filmed, which was great. I think we need to talk about our unique experience on the mountain. We did some <laughs> accidental trespassing. We did do actually. Some so trespassing. yeah, so we went to Copper Mountain on Tuesday this past Tuesday. And we get there and like most, like over half the mountain's closed, but we're like, whatever, we'll send what we can. So we go up like this lift that takes you up, takes you up pretty much to the top of the mountain. We, we turn to the right, we ski down it. It was fine. Nothing crazy. I mean, pretty, pretty icy, whatever. And then we go back up that same lift. This time we make a left because we're like, we haven't tried the left side. So we're like, let's do it. And like, we're skiing down for like, a de- like this is still the beginning of the run, but like we're skiing for a little while. And then we start seeing signs down these slopes saying slope closed like for training this and that and we see like a big group of people that are there it seems like it's like like they're in a line to go yeah they're like kids but like they're training they're probably on like some junior ski team we're like okay so we won't mess with it um so there's another slope on the other side of this fence and so we hike a a bit up to go on that other uh slope because we wanted to be there's no signs there's no signs that slope's closed that this so this clip that this slope is closed but when we finally get over to the other side we start skiing we we see adults this time in like usa jackets zooming by us one of them says to me course is closed and then he just keeps skiing somebody said that to you yeah and i and i was just like uh, okay, so I just like was like all right, let's just keep going. Well, Yoni did say to me, like, "Manny, I think it's closed." I'm like, "No way!" Yeah, so that's why I thought it was closed because this like USA jacket dude was skiing by me, and he's like, clearly in like a passive aggressive or just really an aggressive manner, being like, "Course is closed," as if we're not welcomed. And I was like, "Huh, okay, whatever." So we keep skiing. Keep going. I, I mentioned it to Manny, but we're 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 skiing as we're talking. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> oh, should we just keep going? I mean, like, what else are we gonna do, right? We can't go back up the mountain, even if. Like it would have taken forever. Yeah, it would have been a pain in the ass. So we just keep going, and for a little while there was nothing abnormal. The one abnormal like- thing. So just for context, like that built up to this. When we went on the initial like lift, you could see the, like the area where the kids who we saw in line were coming down, and like they have like the poles up, like the flags up, because you know in the Olympics they have that competition where you have to swerve yeah. in and out of them. And so we knew we couldn't go there when we it said course closed and the kids were there. Yeah. That was the context we had, right? So we're on this other one. We don't see any of those poles. But I will say there were, like, blue lines in the snow. I don't know if you Maybe. saw that. Yeah, and uh, we noticed that 
throughout the rest of the course. So there was that, and the, but there was no there was nobody there for a while as we were skiing. And then we see like this group of people, and it looks like they're at the start of like some little ledge that like is the start of this course. And so like we just like ski past them, and we go a little farther. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, we'll, we'll just go to the bottom. Like we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> And so then there's like these four guys in jackets who are like no skis. They're like sitting, they're standing on the mountain and they like wave us down. They're like, they come out to the middle cause they're off to the side and they're like, they're, I'm like, so we both stop. You and know. I'm like, I, I, th- I was like, I think I know this is going. Cause I could see the group of people down at the top were like dressing like the tight ass shit they wear for ski racing. Um, and they pull us over and they're like, what are you guys doing here? And I'm like, skiing yeah we're trying to get down like what else are we doing and he's like you guys he's like what the fuck you guys aren't supposed to be here like this is like closed for like training and shit whatever and And we're like ah we didn't we didn't know and and the first thing the guy said to us was it's it's very dangerous you can't be here and so i thought oh maybe they're like testing the the slope it's like dangerous but he was saying it was dangerous because these adult like olympic athletes were going down this run so fast that if we had like been in the way that we probably would be toast yeah they'd probably also be toast it would be a lose-lose would be way worse (laughs) because like they're definitely more valuable than us like (laughs) yeah probably well that's sad anyways so they pull us off to the side they're like you guys have to wait here until like these uh, 11 athletes yeah 11 racers had to go down and like do their practice run so then we get to watch these guys zoom down the mountain and like we notice farther down the mountain we see like now these like these racing poles that are like in between the slope which is where they like weave in and out of and it was pretty sick. I got some cool videos, took a little vlog. And it was the the United States, Canadian, French, and Austrian uh, national ski teams where they're practicing. So we got to like get a insider look on uh, Olympic uh, winter Olympic training. I joked to the American one. I said, uh, <laughs> oh, no, we were just here to uh, try out. <laughs> yeah, like, do we make the team now? Because uh, he liked <laughs> we made it. it to the he course. liked it. The other three were just like. Yeah, because one of I was like so confused because they started talking random languages and then I started seeing their jackets and I was like, oh, hey, some some nuance though. Uh, My family had some uh, like some friends over and I was talking to my brother's friend who he also went skiing at Copper except yesterday he did the same thing. He went down the the except except they made him go back up. No. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if he went as far as we did. We went far before we got stopped. Before we got stopped. So anyways, getting back to it. So finally they're done and they're like, they give us the go ahead to go. And then we got to go down this Olympic training course, which (laughs) I probably like fucked up with like my turning and shit. Cause like it was ice. It was icy probably because like, I don't know if they made it that way on purpose, but like obviously in the ski racing event, like you're trying to go as fast as possible. Right. So like icy, icy slopes are probably the best for that. So, and like you're not doing much turning, so like I was, I was get, I was going fast. I was hauling ass. I don't know about you, but like I feel like I, was I beat going you fast. down by like, like a, a bit. No, I know. I'm just saying, like for me, it was fast. No, yeah, I, I just mean, I, I also, you know, we were zooming. It wasn't competition, man. It's not. You said I don't know about you, which. Oh, although if I was, if we, were, we should have, we should have like, we should have uh, raced like, hey, hey. since we had the whole first, racing course. First one down. <laughs> we have to go in between the loops. Just the we would the, wreck it so we fast, would definitely bro. crash. So, anyways, as we're skiing down the rest of this, it was like pretty long the slope. Oh, we and were skiing for like five minutes straight because we had to go. We went basically this run took you from. We went up a lift. Like the long lift that's at the base, and then took another lift, and we skied from that lift all the way back down to the base. So we were skiing for like a good like five minutes yeah. straight, 
And just, just zoom in. <laughs> definitely. And uh, there was like more of these coaches like along the slopes. They were all just staring down, down that were like just giving us the dirty looks. And we were just, we just kept zooming. And then we got to the base finally. <laughs> and this guy's like coming over like, oh, and we're like, I was like, don't worry. We settled it up there. Okay. We, we, we got it. <laughs> and what I decided is that he had already had like a pre-made spiel in his head about how he was going to scold us. So even though Yoni said, oh, we talked to him, we got it figured out. He still like was like you guys can't do that, and we're like oh I know. Uh, but at the base there was like a bunch of like I'm assuming Olympic skiers with like a bunch of their equipment and like their assistants and shit. Oh, there cool. there's this one Olympic skier. She was just like sitting on a chair, like listening to music, like swaying her head back and forth and she licking was, her lips. I was like what? She was definitely listening to like the Eight Mile soundtrack. You know? Yeah, like she was ready to. We actually asked if we could go back up the lift that they were <laughs> reserving for the Olympic skiers, and he was like. No. <laughs> so we had to take the shuttle back to Central. It was uh, funny. He was like, yeah, so you're going to take the bus back to Central, and when you go up the lift, stay off this side of the mountain. <laughs> Just go to the right, not the left. And we are like, yeah, okay, we understand. But they were – so then, like, obviously the guys the guys up on the slope when they stopped us and down at the base were telling us, like, did you, like there was, like, closed signs and such. But I'm like, they were farther down the mountain. Like, when we were already, like, down off the chairlift to the left. Like, they need to put it, like, at the left Well, remember what ended up happening. We went back up that lift towards the end of the day, and we saw a new closed sign that was way further up. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> so I could see they, it from the left. We think they moved up the sign because of us. Yeah, and I, and it was a early, it was pretty early in the day when we did it, so I guess we were the first people to, to do it. But it sounds like your family friend also. He didn't – I don't think he went, like, all the way down. I think he, like, probably went to where – we, we went initially. Those close signs were. And then yeah, we got far. <laughs> we got really far. Anyways, I uh, don't regret it. No regrets. So it was a pretty fun experience. No, it was great because normally if you go down a closed section of a mountain, it's super dangerous and it's closed because like the terrain isn't ready. And yeah, you, like, and kill you could yourself. Die, but yeah, but we just we just hauled ass. We just like ended Olympic. up in a Olympic. I felt pretty special. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyways, what else we do? Thanksgiving was uh, lovely. Oh yeah. I I ate up. Per usual, um, I don't know. Nothing really too unique or special. No crazy stories. No crazy political fights at the table or anything. Yeah, I feel like everyone says that there's political fights at the at the Thanksgiving <laughs> table, but like that doesn't happen. Although I will mention, um, so we were at a family friends of ours, and they had uh, their uh, another set of family friends. Where it's all it's all a family friend family friend gathering. And one of the wives is Ukrainian, and she, uh, re- so her sister just came from Ukraine. Like, they oh, were able to recently. get her over. Yeah. Wow. So the wife left a while ago. So then there was, uh, it was her sister and uh, her friend, and they had uh, just come in. So it was, uh, you know, they were very thankful to be in the United States. It was a very fitting when we went around the thank you table. They said they were thankful to be here. Yeah, and I was like, damn, that's some real I, shit. I thought you were going to say someone else at the table was Russian and was like, well... <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a real political fight. Then they would have been like, well, I actually think that it's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to meet a Russian in America who's, like, pro-Vladimir. Because you meet all the... Because all the Russians are here for a reason. Like, they're here because they don't fuck with the actual, like, Russian government, for the most part. I'm sure there are some Russian-Americans who love Putin now. Yeah. I would love to. I would not love to meet one of those. <laughs> I think it would be funny just to like wrap their head or you know just get a yeah. sense of their head. Yeah, I agree. But I was like, yeah, they lived. Uh, they lived though on the western, southern side, like on the border of Slovenia. Like they were right on the border, so it was cool. I didn't know even that Ukraine bordered Slovenia, so I learned that. 
I didn't know that either. Yeah, that was. Uh, you know, you always hear about Poland and them, the border there, but countries border multiple other countries. Fun fact. Not the U.S. We got two. That's two. That's multiple. No, multiple is three or more. Look it up. I don't know about that. Look it up. I swear. That's a no. I'm telling you. Isn't multiples more than one? Look it up. You're shitting me. How many is multiple? You idiot. It's obviously two. He actually looked it up, guys. Well, I was arguing that it was two or more. Yeah, but the fact that you even need to look it up was... That was sad. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gullible, okay? I know, I know. I, I just... remind myself because I put it up on the ceiling. <laughs> gotcha, Ross! I, I, I honestly just followed your finger. I know. I did, start, I did say... I was putting my finger up before I even said he goes, the He goes, thing. I remind myself because any points, and I look up, <laughs> and he goes, I put it on the ceiling, and I was like, oh, I got got. It worked, though. Speaking of getting got, um... <laughs> The other night we were hanging out with our boy Dan, our boys Daniel and Jacob, and I, I don't know what sparked the conversation. Maybe it's because we were in water, because we were in a hot tub. Yeah, we were tubbing. We were tubbing. Don't worry, there were bubbles. We were rubber dub dubbing. We had some rubber duckies in there too. No, we didn't. We played with some rubber duckies. Come on, did we? We had some fun. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Little pool toys. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, whatever sparked the conversation, I told them about this animal I learned about my freshman year in bio. It's called the, uh, it's called flatworms. And essentially these animals are super fascinating. Yeah, super fascinating animals. In what way, Manny? Uh, There's more to it. Yeah. <laughs> so basically what makes them so fascinating is these animals don't necessarily have a gender. Like, they're all the same gender. They're not male or female. They're non-binary. Yeah. <laughs> non-binary worms. They, they have both, like, a penis and like sperm but also like eggs and and they're, they're both to get pregnant like one of them can inject the other's like like body with its penis and then inject the sperm into the body like directly yeah to get it pregnant because all of them are the same basically if you inject if one of a flatworm injects another flatworm then the flatworm that got injected becomes the mother and has to raise the babies and the flatworm that did the injecting is like, you have to raise my kids now. But and let's it gets say, out of there. But let's say it's the other way around. The one that got injected actually does the injecting. Then they're the father. And then the other one is the mother. Right. And so essentially what ends up happening is these flatworms want to be the father. Because in that way, they have just as many kids with way less work. Yeah. And so they like go around like fighting each other and trying to stab each other with their penises. It's so like I, sex tag. Well, <laughs> Basically. Spe- specifically, it's actually called penis fencing. No. It's a scientific term. No so if you look up <laughs> no penis way. fencing. That's what they call it. Look up penis fencing. That, I don't think that you're going to get the results you want. <laughs> I don't. Think, I think if you look up penis fencing, you're not going to get what the scientific way that you're thinking. No, of. if you look up penis fencing, man, it's all flatworms. Oh, wow. Just make sure to put your, keep, uh, put your safe search on. Yeah. Yeah. Or else you might get some other things. Definitely <laughs> look up. Penis fencing. Flat. Right? What's the name of the worm? Flatworm. Flatworm. But you don't even have. You just look up penis. Yeah. Fencing. See what. See what comes up. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's just hey, a bunch. But of it's funny you mentioned that because when I thought of this in my head, I was thinking like the human version of it is like the sport of fencing, where you're trying to get someone without getting hit yourself. And, just <laughs> and that's what it is. That's great. And then, I wonder if they ever like dual stab, like they both stab each other at the, the same, same time. time, and then you just have two moms. Damn. Don't that's trouble. so interesting. 
Yeah, that's the thing. Like, let's say one stabs another, and then that other is like, fuck you, and then stabs them back. Or once they get stabbed, can you not I think it's like once you get stabbed, you're, like, pretty defeated. (laughs) It's like an honor duel. It's like... It's like a, it's an honor system. Like, ugh, I lost. Okay, I can't yeah, usually stab you back. Uh, yeah, usually. I'd be such a petty sport. I'd be like, fuck you, get you back. Now we're both mothers. There must be a lot of them then, I guess, no? Um, yeah. I, they're in the ocean and they're tiny, so who cares? You know what that reminded me of, though? What? Well, it just made me realize flatworms aren't monogamous. Like, the father just can keep knocking up other flatworms until he becomes a mother. True. Speaking of that, the contract of monogamy, it's so interesting. I was just watching a show upstairs before this called White Lotus, and I won't spoil it because season two came out. It's great. It's on HBO Max. Should I watch it? it? It's good. What's it about? We got to watch the first season. It's like it's like a very like unique show. It's nothing like it's, – it's not like a typical you know what? plot. Don't tell me anything about it. I'm going to watch it with no right. knowledge of how it works. <laughs> okay. But I'll just say there's like there's this bit of dialogue between two guys. They both have their wives here, uh, there at this resort, but they have like the night alone because their wives are somewhere else. And the one of them is like some douchebag, and he's talking about how like he always cheats on his wife. And the other one's like, "You cheat on your wife?" And he's like, "Yeah, bro. Like the elitists, like back in the days, like created the idea of monogamy to like keep the lower class, the middle class at bay." To, like, force them into households so that, like, the men would have to work for their families and, like, stay in that family. While the elitists get to, like, fuck whoever they want. And I was like, yo, that's kind of genius well, if that, you think did, about did it. Commun- one of the features of, uh, who's the guy who invented communism? Karl, Karl Marx. Yeah, Karl yeah. Marx in his initial manifesto included the fact that the nuclear family is a capitalist idea. So, like, in yeah. theory, proper a proper communist society doesn't have families. He was probably all for polygamy. You think Karl Marx got it on? He didn't look like a guy who would. Like, he had, I don't Listen, know, he, had like he came up with the communist shit. idea, but he never lived in a place that had it. That's true. Th- damn, that's you think like he, he used it like when talking to girls at the bar? He's like, hey, I got this really brilliant idea here. A completely new political economic ideology for you. Wait, 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 Yoni. Are you... <laughs> <laughs> and then he just goes on for hours, and then she's like, okay, goodbye. Like, no yeah, way he got, no, no he way he got any, he died any action with that. Wait, Yoni. Do you think that families only exist... Because, like, we're told that we should have families. Like, if you think about it, like... Yeah, I mean... Like, you could be my family. But think about it this way. Look at animals, for instance. They don't have, like, these shared myths that we do. And they still have, like, kind of, like, family structures where, like, the mother at least takes care of, like, her cubs or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's a biological thing where, like, you have offspring, like, you reproduce. Well, it is interesting. Because what monogamy made me think of, even though I brought up monogamy, (laughs) was that... Another thing I learned in my freshman bio class is there are distinct features, like certain reasons why certain animals are considered monogamous. And I don't remember all of them. I can go through them. But humans, based on what our features are, we're not supposed to be monogamous. I was going to say, or else you wouldn't have so many people <laughs> cheating on each other. Yeah. So I think I think the reasons are like A. So it, A. So, like, so some animals just naturally are and some aren't. Yeah. Okay. Based on like certain characteristics. Yeah. Like one, if the father leaves the babies will die, then they're monogamous. Because, like, they have to stay. Right, like, if the babies, like, need protection for a long time and, like, the mother can't do it on her own, then the father will stick around. That's a good father right there. Um, Another one is, um, like, yeah, yeah. That's, like, I think one of the biggest ones, if, like, the babies can't survive without the father. And then the other is, like, you don't need more than one mate, like, because, like, one mate, you can have infinite kids. You don't need to find, like, more than one mate. 
Like some animals yeah. can just like pump them out. They can just pump them out. Just boom, 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 boom. That's fair. And mm. then there's a third I can't remember, but you get the idea. Humans though, technically, aren't supposed to uh, have one partner. No, yeah. I can see that. Watch your words, Yoni. Your girlfriend might be listening to this. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I just made that awkward for myself. Yeah, anyways, uh, let's, get, <laughs> let's continue on. Uh, what's in the news? Uh, the world's largest serving of guacamole was made at a avocado expo in Mexico. It's fucking massive. Would you swim in it? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Fuck right. it. But then I feel like I'm ruining it for everyone else. But I hope they didn't, if they didn't waste know, the guacamole. I if hope they didn't know, though. That I was in it. Would you do it? Knowing that everyone would be eating your gu- yeah. guacamole pool. That'd be mad funny. And then i just like shoot up and be like what <laughs> what's up dude that reminds me of a plot i have i don't fully understand how la gets its water because there's so many people in la and la is like dry as hell yeah but they have like this huge la reservoir where like it's just a huge like body of water that like they bring in from i think the north north california mm-hmm. and it's actually not that hard to break in like you could just hop a fence and like it's like an open thing it's not like closed so i was thinking like what if you hopped it and then just dumped like hundreds or thousands of pounds of laxatives <laughs> i was thinking feces oh just give everyone like there's definitely some water. disease you'd get yeah but like but like water. imagine you give everyone laxatives like the entire city of la like <laughs> millions of people shitting itself dude the sewage system would what break would, down i know so like you'd think like oh it'd be a funny prank at first but but the thing is every person would just start dumping huge loads and it would totally break the sewage system. Then sewage would fill, flood the streets, you know. And then everyone would be like, "Look at the Democrat! Look at the Dems! Look what they did!" <laughs> Look what the Dems. And then did. the next thing you know, the Democratic the Party agenda. falls apart because they think that the Dems can't, can't even keep a single city alive. And then the next thing you know, you're giving fucking radical uh, Republicans ammo here to I know to sabotage know. California. Yeah, whatever you do, radical Republicans. Do not put a mass amount of laxatives <laughs> in the Los Angeles reservoir. <laughs> but th- no way it could be that easy. Because, like, dude, somebody must have would have done it by now, I feel like. No, because why would you do that? Well, like, obviously some people, like, mass shootings happen. People okay, do I'll worse tell, things than put laxatives hard, in the day. I'll tell you why it's hard. Because it's a huge reservoir. Yeah, you need a lot of laxatives. Like, when I say 100 pounds would do nothing. <laughs> Like, you would need, like, a helicopter. Trucks. Yeah, like, trucks. I don't know. Like, you know the, the planes they bring in for fire? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, forest fires? <laughs> Instead you would of need, like, the multiple fuck. of them dropping in last <laughs> And at that point, at that point, it's, like, obvious. So you have to think, like, how can you drop thousands, like, 100,000 pounds of laxatives in the reservoir? Neo-Nazis, let's get on this, guys. Come on. <laughs> Gotta put the logistical minds together. Okay, hold on. I'm going to look up um, how That's big so is the Los Angeles Reservoir. And we're You're really s- a mastermind here, Manny. Where, where did you come up with this idea? How did I just thought it'd be hilarious. <laughs> Dude, that is the prank of the century. Nelk Boys, take notes. This is something. This would be the Nelk Boys' biggest prank oh. yet. Okay, so it holds 2.5 billion gallons. Maybe that's its capacity. Bees, its capacity is 2.5 billion. And how many laxatives do you need, like, per serving? I don't even know. Let's see. We're going to run some quick math, how guys. We're just going to give anyone who wants to do this the exact number, and then they can do with it what they will. It's my take. And here's the thing. Even if nothing, like, even if the sewage system can handle it, you, you'll still be giving, like, millions of people the shits. 
damn, if you take more than one dose a day. So, no, like, one look up, look up one dose of laxatives. Okay. Well, wait. So, one <laughs> dose with eight ounces of water? Yeah, okay, eight ounces of water. Okay, so, how many ounces are in a gallon? Just look up 2.5 billion. How many... Yeah, it's 2.5 billion gallons. How many zeros do I need to put? So I'm pretty sure what we're looking at here is about 320 billion glasses of laxatives. Wait. No, 300, like... 320 billion servings of laxatives. Yeah, but this is, like, divided by eight because it's one laxative per eight. Oh, great, great, great. We can run that math. All right, so anyone who wants to do this, you just need 40 billion... (laughs) Laxatives. Servings of laxatives. Little, Little tablets. And you can maybe do the funniest thing of all time. Anything is possible, folks. Tell me that would not be the funniest thing of all time. Like <laughs> it would be funny, and then it had like catastrophic. Yeah, but like the headlines were like, "Shit runs the city." <laughs> I have, actually, have you seen that clip of uh, like that like detective being like, "Sorry, Remy, rats don't run this city. We, we do." do. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, dude, you know how many rats would come out because all the rats are in the sewers. The so shit would drive them out. You know. And then it'd be a rat war. This is reminding me of uh, the newest Batman film. What was it called? Something Batman something. Oh. Where instead of, because like the, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie, I don't know what you're doing. The villain, forgot his name, I'm not a big DC guy, breaks all like the dams around the city and then it floods the city with water. But this would be flooding the city. With poo. We always talk about poo now that I'm thinking about it. We're back to it, folks. <laughs> yeah. We've really been going this for a This time while, it wasn't too. me. It was all me. All the... <laughs> Yeah. I take full responsibility. No, but then the rats would like team up with like, I don't even know. Like the rats would team up with like, the uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just saying it'd be a mess, folks. It would be a mess. Don't so. try it at home. Or do you know 40 billion servings of laxatives? That would cost a lot of money. You need some serious backers. I know it'd be like Watergate, but they'd probably call it. <laughs> yeah. You're really going on a roll here. <laughs> they'd probably call it Poopgate. Really got on a tantrum. Uh, all right, that's all I have yeah, on that. We went from guac to poop, but I think a guac. I think if the city got flooded with guac, that'd be a, a happier ending. Yeah, but how does that happen, Yanni? I don't know. See, mine is so I like my mine guac is so though. logical. I'd love some guac. Mine could happen so easily. All it would take is a billion dollar investment. <laughs> Just for one billion dollars, you would get nothing in return but a really funny prank. You would get zero return on your investment. <laughs> I wonder who I have to talk to about that. Would I go to jail? Yeah, that's like trespassing and contamination of natural. I don't know. There's something there. Imagine going to jail for life for making millions upon millions of people. Also, all the water is like, once people find out, it's like basically undrinkable unless you just want to shit yourself. (laughs) And then like, who knows? Like people like, what if there's drought? (laughs) There is is a drought. There's no water. (laughs) No, then then the funny part is then people would know but still have to drink it. I think I'm going to have to make this a movie, folks. That is what I've come to the conclusion of. That movie could make it. Come and sim to a theater near you. Poo. (laughs) Is that the name of the movie? May 2027. Anyways, uh, what else is there? How was your Thanksgiving dinner, Manny? <laughs> it was good, man. Good time with the cousins. Talked to my grandpa. Ate some turkey. We did. did I, oh, I did have turkey. Actually, I don't even know what I had. I didn't really ask. Someone made a killer side of mac and cheese, and I was all like, munch, munch, munch. Uh, there was no mac and cheese at ours. But have you ever had the dish where it's the potato, it's the mashed sweet potato, and then a layer of marshmallows on top? Yes, we had that too. Gas. Is that the yams? No, it's not yet. It's sweet potato. 
What what are yams? Yams is technically a vegetable. I thought yams because I was doing a crossword a New York the New York Times mini and it was like Thanksgiving side vegetable and it, the answer was yam. Yeah. You know, an avocado is a fruit. I don't know what the hell a yam is. What's a yam? Avocado. I'm pretty sure yams are sweet potatoes. Potatoes are vegetables. What are yams? I'm gonna look that up. Potatoes are vegetables. Oh, technically, I think you're right. You're right. Told you, man. The yam and the sweet potato are the same thing. So maybe. Wait. So then, what the? What What's a yam? It's a sweet potato. What's a sweet potato? It's a yam. I don't know. Yam versus sweet potato. What's the difference? I think it's a, from the same like parent, but they are slightly different. Because I was gonna say, then why would you call a sweet potato a sweet potato if it's just a yam? I feel like you just call it a yam on Thanksgiving. No, I want to know the scientific difference. At most markets, absolutely nothing. Oh, <laughs> it's Told all you. a fakeade. Told you. Most dude. of the so-called yams you see in American grocery stores are actually orange flesh sweet potatoes. Just like just my like, life has been a lie. Wait, what the you know, fuck? you know, like the bananas we eat aren't actually bananas. What are they? Look it up. Like, are bananas actually bananas? <laughs> a banana is an elongated edible fruit. That's a bot- botanically a berry. You're saying it's a berry. Is that what it is? No. There's like a whole thing about how like the real bananas died and like a. Oh, why are bananas cloned or are bananas natural or man made? The modern common banana is a man made hybrid of the wild Musa ukuminata and Musa ba 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 banana species. So I think that's what you're talking about. It's, it's not even natty. Yeah, bananas. It's not natty. Bananas are not a natty fruit, guys. Ban- bananas are not natty. Are the bananas we eat modified? We have completely changed bananas genetically so that there are no more original bananas that aren't genetically modified. Because basically, I did not. Wow, we're really well. There is there is like a. Tr- I guess you know how humans can get like sick from a virus. They're plant viruses too. I'm sure. Yeah. And that's probably how like famines happen or something. I feel like. Also, water, like, oh, I guess that's a, dr- well, famine implies that you don't have There's food. probably drought and then famine, to, but also maybe famine no, like, through diseases yeah, of plants. Yeah. There's probably both. But regardless, both. apparently, like, all these plants were dying from this disease, so they were like, we have to make a backup. And now they're worried that a, a, if a new disease comes for these bananas, they're just as fucked because they're all the same again. <laughs> Shit, man. We got to diversify the, por- the banana portfolio. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if you have to pick any fruit to, like, get white, like, I'm okay with bananas going. I'm sorry. I mean, they're probably worse fruits, but like if yeah, you think of like the fruits. big ones, like the big fruits, like yeah. grape. What are the big fruits? You got the grapes, big, apples, oranges, pears, or you're not counting pears. Uh, like how? Like we have to like set a number of like top what fruits? Like the main five fruits or main ten fruits? What about seven? Top seven? Because like okay, know. apples, oranges, bananas, grapes, grapes, blueberries. Like. Are blueberries top seven? But though? The, the weird thing is though is there's. Can we just do berries in general? Because there's raspberries and blueberries and other. No, berries. dude, you can't. You can't categorize. But I feel like, like berries that. as a category is a main one because it's strawberries. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, but like our strawberry. I can't. Strawberries you can't are put top strawberries seven. Strawberries are top seven. I agree, but I don't think you can put a blueberry in the same category as strawberry. That's ridiculous. At that You're point. right. Okay. Fuck. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> oranges? Did we say oranges? Yeah, oranges, apples, bananas. That's like probably top three Great, like the yeah and then grapes and grapes, strawberries strawberries that's pineapple? five i fuck with pineapple but there's but also I feel like we're not more, talking about tastier though. yeah we're not talking about the best we're talking about like the main i'm gonna yeah. look up fruits and see which fruit just see what our options are yeah let's look at the images oh we have a whole like dichotomy here wait kiwis i'm gonna look at this we have apple, banana, carrot, a fruit. I don't know. Oh come on, we're not counting carrots on no. this board. 
Kiwi lemon, lemon, lemon. I feel like he's right, but that's the too. thing. Like, who it's eats not, a lemon? Though? Yeah, no, yeah, it's zucchini. Zucchini is watermelon. Can watermelon be in the? Oh, I feel like watermelon. Oh, mango, mango. I feel like watermelon and mango are the other two. Or no, peach. no yeah. pineapple. Peaches. I feel Ooh. like peaches. Pineapple is more um, of a niche. Delicacy. All right, well, Yoni, guess what? I'm about to give you the real top seven. Why? Of like, we'll see how we'll see how close we got. This according to the UN. Of like what most eaten anim- uh, fruits most- are, yeah. yeah. Number one, we're idiots. It's the tomato. Okay, but we like we, we weren't, weren't go- yeah like we weren't gonna the- include uh fucking carrot. Okay, <laughs> so okay, we're not counting sense. tomato though. Yeah, fuck number that. one, the banana. We don't care if it's technically no- fruit. Banana's actually number one. Okay, after wow. to- yeah. okay. So we have that in there, didn't we? No, we did we? Did of course we. Start- we- of course we have banana. Okay. That's what the whole conversation started Wait, from. I thought we, <laughs> what was our initial three? It was the ban- oh, banana, okay. apple, orange. Okay, yeah, so banana's locked in. Got it. Number two, it's good we added it, watermelon. Yeah, okay. Right in there. Good. Then apple, then orange. So we okay. were right on the money. Bana- we just, we picked watermelon later on, but it's still in. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. So banana, nice. watermelon, apple, orange, grapes, we were right. And then, and then we made two blunders, okay? The next was mango well the next, i said mango <laughs> the next was mango and guava but i guess it's probably pretty similar okay yeah they're probably like whatever but then the next was you should have listened to me the pineapple i fuck with i should have not gone against the pineapple Shra- strawberries are far back i feel like they're almost a delicacy why are we talking about this oh yeah because we want to know like out of all the those those fruits like which would be the worst to go like banana would not be the worst or, no, we said which would we care least about yeah i still feel like banana like get get rid of or the tomato i don't like tomatoes get rid of them but no ketchup. I feel like a lot of people would die, though. Like, look how many tomatoes. In 2019, the U.S. produced 180 million yeah, tons of, of tomatoes. I feel like if you get rid of any of those top seven, it's, like... Bad. Bad for the the ecosystem and for just people's diets and for the economy. So Yeah, wow. All around crazy. Bad. Should we do... I want to do a draft. A fruit draft? Yeah, but I feel like that's, like, basic. Like, I want to do a draft where the possibilities are endless. Like, with like with the colors when we did it, it's like, it could be, like, interesting, random, different things. I'm realizing, though, that Mount Rushmore, that is, like, basically, like, the... It's the same thing, but, but drafts are way more fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the same, but different, because, because now it's now competitive. Yeah, now, now fighting. it's competitive. I would do, uh... Yoni and I have done a lot of color drafts. I'd be down to do, like, a Black Things draft. I feel like we should do brown for the poop. <laughs> How about just like dark, dark things? Yeah, but that's like subjective. I just really want to pick night is the thing. Oh, just like night itself. Yeah, night would be a game changer. Fine, we won't do it. And and the Batman. Those yeah. are, those are my top two. Well, now it's like we can't do it because you're like giving. I'm me giving you all my. Well, it was it was clear we weren't doing it, Yoni. Okay, I, you gotta convince me, but it's now it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, damn it. Maybe later. Maybe I'll forget. I don't know, man. Should we do brown? How about a... Or like, well, let's do like a... What about a red things draft? Honestly, I've... No, I've seen people do uh Okay, I'll do red. Red things draft? Yeah. Are you going to have the first pick, man? <sighs> oh, Clifford, the big red, big red dog. <laughs> I always could pick, man. I was definitely thinking Clifford would be would be in there. I don't know about number one. Cons- I don't know if he's a consensus number one, but I see I see where you're coming from. He's big, and he's very red. So he's the boy. And number one, give me blood. I was thinking blood, but I don't want blood, dude. It's, it was one of the ten plagues. It's valuable. It's a valuable that's resource. I, that's like the first thing. I think that's like the first thing you think of when you. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't take it. It's everywhere. Well, that's just because I was like. 
What's Clifford made blood. of? Blood. Full of blood. I don't know, but like, I don't know. I feel like blood's typically associated. With, like, the plagues weren't a good thing. I mean, did it help the Jews get out of Egypt? Of course. Yeah, but we're talking about I could take down your team with some. Just cover you. Dude, in. Clifford the big red dog will fuck you up. Not if his blood will eat your face working. off. Anyways. <laughs> Not if he loses all his blood. <laughs> okay, fair. Whatever. Okay. Pick number two. What am I thinking? Wait, I had one. Oh, Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs. That would have been a good uh, one for the. Both of these would have been good animal characters for the animal Yeah, dude. We had, the animal... I can't believe none, none of... Yo, wait. There's so many. That I have another a animal draft, character yeah. that I wonder if it counts for this. Can I pick the red ninja turtle? Nah, it's, he's not red enough. Dude. It's like one little bandana. But he's the red ninja okay. turtle. No, he has a name. What is it? Michelangelo? He's the cool one, though. He is the cool one, but... It's not red ninja turtle. Because we're, we're, doing, we're doing red things. Fuck. So I can't take... All right, I had to try. I respect... You respect me for trying? I respect you for trying. That was a good... That'd be a good animal. How about for number two, give me a liquid hot magma. Okay. Magma. I like take magma. There's a lot of it. It's hot. I'm going to take fucking fire. Well, fire's not red. I feel like magma could then also be argued that it's like orange. No, like when it's in the crust, it's red. But but fire's not red. I thought about it. That's why I took magma. Fire is fire. Fire is yellow, blue, (gasps) or white. Alright. I feel like we could have just done a, com- a completely, a totally new uh, animal characters draft. Uh, not you- not including the ones we already picked, because there's yeah, just so did many. Yeah, we do that Because I'm picking fucking Elmo. <laughs> That's a fire pick. That's a really good pick. Oh my god. Did you just take Elmo at three? What am I doing? <laughs> this is like, we played, we did a Yellow Things draft, uh, me, and our, me and my friends, including Manny, and... I got minions, the last pick, fifth round. That's crazy. It's a crazy time to get it. Flavor. <laughs> All right. I know I can't take Charizard because he's orange. Yeah. But give me, I mean, we're just talking about it. Give me the strawberry. That's it's tasty. I looked up red things because I was just like curious. And uh, strawberry was up there. It's tasty. Good with a lot of, it's good variety. That's good. And I think I think uh, you're gonna regret not having that guy on your roster next year. He's sweet. He brings uh he brings it every day. Number four. There's so many red things. I feel like the heart. That's a great pick. Get fucked. It pumps blood, man. It, it pumps, pumps blood. blood. I I one upped your blood. Eh, I don't know about one up the blood. There's a lot of blood. Way more blood <laughs> than hearts. But uh, you know maybe heart's pretty sick. Her dies without blood. Blood doesn't work without I love so. you. I love you, listeners. No, yeah, they're pretty codependent, huh? You have my heart. Yeah. Yoni, I had just thought of a game-changing pick, and I was I, I was like, Yoni's going to pick it, and you didn't. Heart was pretty good, though. Give me Spider-Man. That's good. That's good. At four? <laughs> At four? <laughs> Come on. That's crazy. <laughs> That's an absurd round to take Spider-Man in. The experts are scrambling to find out how he slipped so far in the draft. It's actually unreal, dude. It's actually unreal that that just happened. I mean, you had some great fictional characters with Mr. Krabs and uh, Clifford, I so I, I had to... Uh, Heart was fire, though. Had to try to one-up it. <laughs> Elmo did come up. <laughs> All right, Annie, what, what are you taking? Okay. But I had it, and then I lost it. Oh, I know. Number five. Fuck. I have two picks, so I'm happy no matter what. I doubt you'll take either of them. I know you'll like this, but I don't know if it's a good fifth pick. You're going to say USC? <laughs> Fuck no. I do like that, though. Go Trojans. We're playing Notre Dame like 
any minute. Fight on. Oh, wait, what was my... Okay, I've been between, picking between two actual animals. But I wonder which is better. What animals are red? That's a great question, man. So I'm going to come at you with the cardinal. Oh, the cardinal. It's a good bird. Cute. Because the Louisville Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals, sorry. No, yeah, I like that pick. It's a good pick. So that's that's how you're wrapping up the draft with a, a cardinal. Yeah. Well, Yoni. Uh, oh gosh, what does he have? I have I've got a monster last last play. I'll tell you who I'm not gonna pick. I thought of both like after the strawberry, strawberry or solid. Or I mean after who did I pick after Spider Man? I could take Lightning McQueen. Shit. But I'm not gonna. What? I want Mario. I was thinking Mario. I was thinking Mario, but I didn't go with him. Yahoo! I don't know. I thought I went with too many characters. I was I'm I'm stacked in the the digital. Yeah, I need I needed one more. I was like, what? Elmo, Mr. Krabs, and uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. And the Lightning McQueen would have been fire. I'm picking him up as a free agent. He's my sixth man. No sixth man. Get fucked. (laughs) What? You're done. (laughs) My team's too deep. (laughs) Give me the red goldfish. Give me the inside (laughs) of the watermelon too, right now. (laughs) I'll take the red goldfish. Hot Cheetos, bro. Mm, eh, it's, eh, I guess that, yeah. I really they like are pretty red, actually. All right, man. Good draft. A sunburn. <laughs> my my skin when it is exposed to the sun for longer than an hour. <laughs> That's a great pick. Anyways, um, wow. That was good. We will uh, we'll definitely come up with like a list of uh, categories to do and just for drafts. Yeah, feel free to comment anything you want to hear us yeah, draft on. let us know. We can do a draft on anything. And with that, we hope you guys uh, have a wonderful rest of your Thanksgiving breaks. If you're going back, this will come out on Sunday, so you'll probably be back at school. But hey, kill it the rest of the uh, yeah. You know. Do well in your finals. If you're not in school, just keep killing it at life. Uh, we hope. And if you're not killing it at life, start. Get ready for Hanukkah and or Christmas, and uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok, where we post the funniest clips from each and every episode. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five star review if you enjoyed today's episode. Follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to our Patreon where we release a bonus episode every month and you get a free, very nice podcast mug with your subscription. It's pretty sick. Yep. It's pretty nice. And with that, thanks guys. We'll see you guys later. Bye.